Welcome back into the Money and Belly podcast. I'm your co-host Belly, and today I'm going to be going over exactly what are options. So let's get straight into it. Now, before we do, I want to give a quick shout out to Tony B for just taking the time out of his day to come do an interview with us on the Money and Belly podcast. Now, if you don't know what we're talking about, who he is, you can go check it out on our previous episode, Tony B interview. Again, he took time out of his day to come and have an interview with us. He dropped a lot of jewels, gave a lot of information and especially a lot of motivation for up and coming people or people on their grind or even people that's already in this game. He dropped a lot of information, gave a lot of motivation. So if you want to see more, check him out or you can either look him up as Tony B. Just had to give a quick shout out to him. So let's get of course, back into this, we're going to talk about option trading. Now, I know I've discussed this in previous episodes of the podcast, but I'm going to give, I wouldn't say a refresher, but I'm going to dive just a tad bit more into it. Now, I would rather you start investing, but maybe passive investing, not for everything, not for everybody. So here's the other option. No pun intended. Option trading. Again, I would rather you do passive investing because this is a little bit more riskier. And if you're just starting out, you don't know what you're doing. But at the same time, if there's information, I will present the information to you. And this is what I do. I do option trading. So let's uh, dive on into it. What are option contracts? Now, when we see these slides, all these uh, paragraphs, definitions, information, all of that is from Investopedia. I'm just giving you their definition and then I'm going to break it down to my own understanding and how I define it myself. And essentially just break it to the lowest common denominator possible. So an option contract is an agreement between two parties to facilitate a potential transaction on an underlying security at a preset price, referred to as the strike price prior to or on the expiration date. Now, the first part is kind of speaks for itself. A contract is an agreement between two parties. Most of us know that and understand that, but it's concerning the underlying Mm -hmm. security or underlying asset, in which case this is coming from me being in the stock market. They're talking about the stocks, one of the companies, whether it be Apple, Twitter, Tesla, Verizon, um, Visa, um, any of those, those would be an underlying asset or the underlying security. And it's a transaction on the security at a preset price, referred to as the strike price. I could get into it a little later, which I probably am, but say I'm shooting for that Verizon's going to be I see Verizon is going to be at like $60 or 70 and I set the strike price for eh, we could say 60 we'll just say 60 we'll set the uh, strike price at 60 now it does have an expiration date option contracts have an expiration date so you can only purchase this contract or even facilitate this contract before the expiration date either on the expiration date you can't do it after that doesn't make any sense to do it after 
That's like there's a basketball game between the Lakers and Celtics. And I say this game already happened and the Lakers won. And a week later, hey, hey, you know, I'm uh I'm gonna bet you fifty dollars that the Lakers are gonna win this game. That makes no sense. The game already happened a week ago. There's no point in betting on anything. It already happened. So it's the same thing. It'll just be stupid to do. So let's go to the next one. Types of option contracts. There are two types of option contracts. You have puts and you have calls. Both can be purchased to speculate on the direction of the security or hedge exposure. They can also be sold to generate income. Essentially, what a call is, you're betting that the underlying asset, or in this case, the company, the stock, is going to go up. That's what a call is. A put is essentially you're betting that the underlying asset or stock will go down in price. That's all both of them are. A call, I'm betting that the underlying asset will go up in price. A put, I'm betting that the underlying asset will go down in price. That's all it is. Now, potentially, now potentially, you can exercise these contracts. And I'll get into a, a little later what exercising is. And you can either exercise them, the contracts, or you can sell the contracts. Now, when you purchase a contract, you have the right but you're not obligated to purchase this contract. Remember that you have the right, but you're not obligated to purchase this contract. Now, when I say exercise within a contract, there's a hundred shares. Each contract has a hundred shares. Potentially, let's go with um, SPY. Let's say SPY is trading at $380. I'm going to place a call because I think the chart looking right. I'm getting all the, all the information. I'm having good market contacts or I have good market contacts. You know, I'm doing my technical analysis as well as fundamental analysis. Everything looks right. And I'm placing a call. It, essentially, I'm betting that it will go up in price. Now, remember, it's trading at whatever price I said. I guess I said 360. SPY is trading at 360. I think it's going to go up in price. So I'll put the strike price at, it'll at least hit 370 or higher. My strike price is 370. As long as it get there, I've made a successful trade. That's the strike price, where I want it to be, the 370 range. Now, there's more um, nuances upon that concerning the strike price, but I'm not going to get into that. We'll get into that on a later date. But exercising is, remember, there's 100 shares within this contract. Essentially, I'm purchasing this contract saying that I want to buy stock XYZ, or in this case, SPY, for a certain amount of money at a certain price. If everything goes correctly and my bet was right, I can exercise that contract or better yet i can execute the contract because say spash shoots up past 370 it shoots up to like 410 dollars just for you know the circumstance concerning this conversation let's just say it went up to like 410 dollars 
Now remember, my strike price was three seventy. Now, even though that stock is worth four hundred and ten dollars, the contract stated that I can exercise to buy this contract at three hundred and seventy dollars. I can do that. That's exercising the contract. But then again, that 370 number is wrong because that's just a strike price. Remember, there's 100 shares within a contract. So usually there's a number right beside to tell you how much that contract is truly worth if you exercised it. So that's just something to think about. Let's go on to the next thing. But that's literally exercising. It's just executing the actual contract saying, I will buy these shares at this price. Because remember, you have the right, but you're not obligated to buy this contract. But if you do so decide to buy this contract, you would execute it or exercise it. My bad. And general call options can be purchased as a leveraged bet on the appreciation of the of a stock or index, while put options are purchased to profit from price declines. The buyer of a call option has the right, but not the obligation to buy the number of shares covered in the contract at the strike price. Put buyers, on the other hand, have the right, but not the obligation to sell the shares at the strike price specified in the contract. Now. This basically covered everything I just said. I kind of did a breakdown way ahead of time. Oh, well, we'll just skip to the next one. Then. Now, example, exactly how an option contract works. Eh, I really don't feel like reading all this. So let me give you a little bit of an easy, easier example. We'll do a call. Say you're looking to buy a house. You want to purchase a house or purchase some land, whatever the case may be. You find this guy and he's selling his property. And he knows pretty nice property and say he's selling it for. We'll say 500,000. And you go in your head. You're assuming or more so, you know, that the price of this land or this property is worth more than that. But he doesn't know it. The one selling you the land. But he has to go to somebody to figure out how much it costs. But he's still assuming it costs around five hundred thousand. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to go to the realtor or whoever to figure out how much this piece of land is worth. And but you no, know, for right now, I'm gonna sell it to you for 500,000. Ain't like, you know what? Let's make a bet before you go to the realtor. I will give you a uh, down payment or a premium of $20,000. This is just to call me first when you figure out the price of how much your property is. Before you call anybody else, call me first and let me know how much the price of this house is you're selling. But that $20,000 I gave you, when you find out how much the house is worth, I still want to buy it at $500,000, regardless of how much it actually is worth. 
of how much it actually is worth, I will buy from you at $500,000. So I'm giving you a $20,000 down payment just to think of me first before you call anybody else when you figure out the price. Now, a week or so later, and to add on to that, when he calls him first, he could say, and give me like a week to think about it when you figure out how much your house is worth or how much your property is worth. So he goes to the realtor, whoever the case is, figures out how much his land is actually worth and say it's actually worth like $2 million. It's for the sake of the conversation. I know it's exaggerated prices sometimes, but just say it's, two, it's worth $2 million. He goes, oh, wow, my house is worth $2 million. I'm going to hurry up and sell it. Before he can even finish there, remember, he got paid a deposit or a premium of $20,000 to call up you first before he calls anybody else. That's what the $20,000 for. So now he has to call you. Remember, you say you were bad at $500,000. You made a bet regardless of what the price may be in the future. I will buy from you for $500,000. At least give me the right to buy it for $500,000. So he calls you up. He tells you the price. Oh, well, of course, you're going to exercise the contract and purchase the house for $500,000. Now, technically, it'll be $520,000 because you gave him a $20,000 deposit or premium. But, hey, that works out because the house is actually actually worth $2 million. You, so you could turn around and sell it and still make a profit. Or you can do the other thing. Instead of exercising it, you do what? I do, you can sell that contract to somebody else and make your money back without dealing with the hassle of the house and other things. That's my understanding and my kind of example of option trade. It's kind of the same thing. You purchase a contract, you purchase it at a certain strike price, and you have a certain day to either exercise it or sell this contract. You can't sell it after that specified date. These are what option contracts are. Now, it's extremely easy to lose a lot of money within this game. Remember, essentially, you're betting. So some people might take it a little far. A lot of people do. Even if you don't take it far, it's a lot to learn within this. It's a very risky game. Remember why I said high risk, high reward. Yes, you can get a high reward, but there's a lot of risk involved on this plate. A lot of risk involved on this plate. So be careful. Do your research. Get information. Study. Do everything. Backtest your strategies. Backtest old plays, old things that happen within any of the stocks. Only trade with it with a few stocks, so you can un each stock has kind of like the, I kind of want to say their own personality, they have their own nuances. They some act different from others. When you trade on one company, you'll start learning its habits. Now, the habits aren't consistent, but it's a certain way that it moves. You will understand it if you stick and trade with that one stock. So, again. Back to strategy, do your research, investigate, learn from other people, talk to other people, do everything you can to save yourself from drowning in that hole or getting hit with something terrible. Practice, research, investigate, and backtest. Now, again, 
let's go back to some of the key takeaways from this. Remember, an option contract is just the right, but you're not obligated to buy a contract. There's two types of options. You have calls and you have puts. Essentially, with a call, you're betting that the underlying asset or stock will go up in price. With a put, you're betting that the underlying asset will go down in price. Now, remember, these contracts have an expiration date and they have a certain price depending on what strike price you want or strike price you look at. Now, there's certain other things that go goes on with that. Maybe I'll get into that on, on another video. But remember that. Another thing I didn't add on here, I said it before. When you look at the option contract and it says like a dollar and 78 cents. That does not mean that 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 entire contract is worth a dollar and 78 cents. It is saying, remember, a contract has 100 shares. It is saying that each share is worth a dollar and 78. If you do the math, there's 100 shares within that contract. Each share is a dollar 78. You multiply 100 times a dollar 78, you'll get a hundred and seventy eight dollars. That's what that dollar 78 or 58 cents means just remove the decimal and you'll get the actual price so for right now i think that's it for this um i wouldn't even say demonstration more of an overview of exactly what option trading is and exactly what i do i hope this little information helped you gave you a better understanding of the whole scenario um if you have any questions go ahead and ask and put them in the comments Maybe I'll go over this again just to kind of drive in more details, which I probably will on a later date. But make sure you like, comment, subscribe, and I'll catch y'all next time. So, peace.